the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Journey to maturity. Who's ready to go to the next level in spiritual maturity? Come on, the next level in spiritual maturity, going from level to level. We're leveling up, going into a deeper, close, intimate, personal relationship with God, with his word, come on, and his church, making a commitment, being devoted, right? Last week, we looked at uh, Romans 12, Romans 12, 1 and 2, dedicating our whole self to God and his purpose, how many are ready to dedicate your whole self? Not just your Sunday self, right? We got our Sunday self, and then we got our whole self. We got the rest of ourselves. No. Who's ready to dedicate your whole self? Dedicate your whole self. Making a commitment to live a set-apart life. Our lives should look different. The change happens on the inside, produces on the outside. Make a commitment to live a set-apart life, not being conformed to this world. You know what? An incur- like Such a strength happens when you're no longer conformed to this world, when you no longer fall for the pressure, when you no longer fall for the pressure of social media, you no longer fall for the pressure of having to be this way, talk this way, act this way. No, you walk in confidence of who you are in Christ. You walk in authority with what belongs to you. There's, a, there's just something that happens as you mature, as you transform your old way of doing things with God's way of doing things, right? Make a commitment, don't be conformed, being transformed and progressively changed by the renewing of our mind to the word of God. This is gonna be progression. We go from level to level. How many know when a baby is first sitting up, you're like, oh, good job. Then they stand up and you're like, oh. And then they walk two steps, you're like, wow. That's us in our Christian walk. That's us as we're believing God, as we're receiving God, we're receiving God's word about healing, and we're like, maybe, maybe, yeah, is it, is it God's will to heal? Yes. And then we stand firm on the word of God, and then we start running. We start running in that healing, right? We hear that it's God's will to prosper us. We're like, is it? Maybe not for me, maybe for them. Then you stand on God's word, and you start running, running, running back, running. Man, we had a good list today. Yeah, it was a fun list, right? Renewing our mind to the word of God, and then we're proving for ourselves. How many already? We're not proving for your spouse. You're not proving for your loved ones. You're not proving for me. You're proving for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How many want to know God's good will? Come on, his acceptable will and his perfect will. Let's go. That happens through the process of renewing your mind to his word. Maturity is a choice. What? Maturity is a choice. It doesn't just happen with time or age, right? No, you got to choose to grow up. You got to choose to take responsibility. You have to make the choice to put away childish things. How many know we still throw fits? We throw fits when they don't put enough hot sauce in our Taco Bell bag. Oh, I can't believe that. Stop the car. Whoa. Anybody looking like a toddler? 
Anyways, maturity is a choice. We need to grow up with our sauce. <laughs> it's time to put away childish things, right? We have to make the choice to put away childish things and seek after godly wisdom. What are you seeking? Money? Come on. What are you seeking? Promotion? What are you seeking, right? Validation? What are you seeking? Followers? What are you seeking? Uh, thumbs up? Uh, like? What are you seeking? Seek wisdom. Seek godly wisdom. Seek the word of God. Seek after knowledge and understanding. Pursue integrity. Work on your character. Keeping your word, right? Not being a liar. Speaking the truth. Being being a person who says, I'm going to be there and I will be there, right? Pursue integrity. Take responsibility. Work towards reliability. People know that they can depend on you. When they ask you, hey, we need this, you're here, right? Work towards reliability, dependability, sensibility. That means no foolishness. Anyways, choose to grow up. And be a person of your word. As Christ's followers, come on, we should live committed lives. We're committed to the cause. We're committed to the mission. We're mission-minded people, right? And if we're going to mature spiritually, we got to make a commitment. And this is the hard part. we got to keep our commitment. And you know what? you got to keep your commitment to yourself. How many know we keep breaking promises that we made to ourselves? We need to forgive ourselves, move on and grow up, right? We got to make a commitment, keep our commitment to God, to his word and his church. Spiritual development has everything to do with your daily, your close, your intimate, your personal relationship with God, your close, intimate relationship with his word, right? And your close, intimate relationship with his church. You can't wait to get here. You can't wait for your name to be on the calendar. You can't wait to show up and serve on the dream team. You are so excited. You are so passionate. And it's so exciting to serve others. And let me tell you, when you start serving kids ministry, you got to know the word, <laughs> Because you're like, oh, what was that Bible story? No, you better know it. Because them kids, they're going to double question you. Why? And you're like, I don't know. You better know. I mean, going to kids ministry, you got to level up the game, right? Spend time with God and his word on Sundays. No, spend time with God and his word on the daily, all right? On your daily to-do list. How many of y'all are to-do list people? right? I got to check off a list. And let me tell you, sometimes when I go home and I go to bed and I didn't write a list, I write a list of all the things I did that day. And I'm like, yeah, because I need something to check off. <laughs> Feels so accomplished. That's right. It was a productive day. I need to close all these inboxes in my brain so that I can go to sleep. So sometimes I just write it down. So proud of myself, right? But if, if, I, if all these inboxes are open, I'm thinking, oh, what happened there? And I still need to follow up with that. And was that account, this and that? No, I don't need none of that. I need sleep. Write it down. Go to bed. Give it to God, right? Spend time with God. Spend time with his word daily, right? And you're going to come to know 
understand. How many ready to understand, come to know, grasp the reality of your new identity, your new identity, not your past, not what, what your parents, you know, have spoken over you may not have been good, not what a teacher has spoken over you, not what an ex has spoken over you, not what you have spoken over yourself. What does God's word say about you, right? Your new identity in Christ. You are a brand new creation. You are a child of God. Let me tell you, I'm going to be repeating this for the rest of our lives. But until you walk in it, come on, until you're walking as a child of God. How many are ready to walk as a child of God? There's a whole different attitude when you walk into the place as a child of God. Come on. You're walking as an heir of God. You don't need to win no lottery. You are a heir of God. He owns the universe. He owns it all. He created it all. He created you. You are his heir, a joint heir with Christ. You are a partaker of his divine nature, right? You are blessed with all spiritual blessings. We don't need to seek after them. We have them. Let's walk in them. You're led by the spirit of God, not your emotions, not your feels, right? How many of you are ready to open your phone and be led by the spirit of God? Woo! How many ready to open that website, be led by the Spirit of God, because God is with you. No guilt, no condemnation. God is with you. Let's be led by the Spirit of God, right? You are more than a conqueror. You are made righteous. You are made rich. You are set apart. You are forgiven. You are healed. You are salt. You are light. And you are loved. You are loved by God. Let me tell you, don't be deceived, because fruit speaks for itself. We know by the fruit you produce if you're walking in an understanding of these truths. And you know it too. When you're walking in an understanding of this truth that you are the light of the world, you're walking in an understanding of this truth that you are salt, that you are a world changer, that you are making a difference, that God called you, he saved you for such a time as this. You're walking in authority, you're walking in boldness, you're not walking in fear, right? Come on, right? The fruit speaks for itself. So it's time to take a little inventory. It's time to take a little inventory. Don't be deceived, right? As born-again believers, it's not, it's, and if we're not walking in our new creation, it is not a God problem. <laughs> no, God doesn't play favorites. Oh, they just got it and I don't. No, it's not a God problem. It's a receiving problem right? It's, it's an accepting problem. Sometimes we can't accept the word because we're not sure that we're good enough. God said you are, receive it. Walk in it, right? It can be a hard heart problem. Let it go. Let go of the past. Receive the word, right? It could be an understanding problem. It can be a knowledge problem. You just don't know what God's word says in that area. Come to know, right? If we're going to if we're going to mature spiritually, then we're going to have to make a commitment to spend some quality time with God. We've got to make a commitment to spend some quality time with his word. And we've got to make a commitment to spend some quality time here at his church pulling all the weeds. And the amens were so loud. Roar, roar, roar. Oh, yeah. I went in, I was, uh, I went to go help Daniel in the middle of service, and I walked by um, 
the G-Force class, and they were singing, Roar, Roar, Lion, and I was like, oh my gosh. I opened the door, and all of them are fist pumping, Roar. I was like, yes. I'm so encouraged. Go, guys, right? They were passionate with their roar. Come on. How many of y'all are ready to roar the word of God, walking in that kind of authority, that kind of excitement, right? Come on, we got to make a commitment, spending some quality time, right? Right now, the seeds of the word of God are going forth. God's word is the seed. And our heart is the ground. And we got to take responsibility for the condition of our ground. We got to take responsibility for the condition of our heart. God's word is symbolic as a seed. Jesus said in Mark 4, 14, the sower sows the word. Come on, the sower sows the word of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation. 1 Peter 1, 23, you have been given a new birth. It was from a seed that cannot die. Come on, we've been given a new birth from a seed that cannot die right? This new life is from the word of God, which lives forever. Our heart is symbolic as the ground. Word of God, seed, our heart is the ground. The word of God is the seed, and our heart is the ground. Every time we have opportunity to hear the word and get in the word, we have to remind ourselves our heart is the ground. The seed is going out. The seed is going forth. Receive Come on, receive in good ground. Jesus said in Luke 8, 15, the seeds that fell in good soil, come on, say, I'm good soil, my heart is good ground, stands for those who hear the message, they retain it in a good and obedient heart as they persist, come on, with that resilient, steadfast faith. Doesn't matter about time, doesn't matter what happens. Come on, we stick to God's word until they bear fruit. We're not going to lose heart. We're not going to give up. We're not going to abandon ship. No, we're going to wait until we bear some fruit. We know that the word of God has been sown in our hearts. And where's the fruit? Come on, come on. We're going to be producing fruit. Don't be deceived. Fruit speaks for itself. The word of God has to come off of these pages, right? Off the pages. I forgot my Bible. I need a Bible. This is the real Bible, and the iPad is the fake Bible. <laughs> Man, I'm just saying, like, growing up, you always have a real Bible. And it's so nice to wake up in the morning and have a real Bible. You want to know why? Because you don't get distracted with your phone. When you have a phone Bible, there's a lot going on. When you got a real Bible, it's just the Word. And it's just you, and you better not fall asleep. That's it, right? Right? So the Word of God has to come off of these pages and get implanted in your heart. And that's when it comes alive, right? The Word has to come off these pages, be implanted in your heart, then mixed with faith. 
mixed with hope, mixed with love, mixed with belief. Come on, mixed with confident expectation, mixed with patience, mixed with endurance. When God says you are healed, come on, let's mix it with belief. Let's mix it with confident expectation. Let's mix it with love, with patience, with endurance. When God says that you've been made rich, come on, let's mix it with faith. Let's mix it with confident expectation. Let's mix it with hope. Come on, if God said it, we believe it. If you said it, we believe it. Come on, let's not just sing that song, but let's walk in the words of that song. God said we're healed, we're healed. God said we're set free, we're set free. God said we've been redeemed, we've been redeemed. Amen? Hebrews 4.2. We have heard the good news even as they did, but it did them no good because it was not mixed with faith. No, we're going to hear the word, and it's going to do us good because we're going to mix it with faith. Come on, we're going to put it in that mixing bowl. How many of y'all ever made cookies? How many made a batch of cookies? Yeah, some chocolate chip cookies. Let me tell you, put some flour in there. Taste the flour, it's disgusting. But when you mix it with eggs and sugar, chocolate chips, butter, whatever else goes in there. The flour alone is disgusting, but we're going to mix it with faith. Come on, some of us got some trials. We got some things we're going with. We're going to mix it with sugar. Come on, we're going to mix it with chocolate chips. We're going to mix it. We put it in that mixing bowl. It's going to go through the oven. Some of us been through some fire. We've been through some stuff, but we coming out chocolate chip cookies. You guys come alive in the name of Jesus. Just saying, we got to mix it with faith. How many are ready to mix the word with hope? God's word's going out. You're believing for a home. You're believing for a breakthrough. You're believing to go to the next level in your relationship. How many are ready to mix the word of God with faith, with hope, with love, with patience, with endurance? Let's go, right? Your heart has everything it needs to produce 30, 60, and 100. Your heart, Jesus lives in you. God's spirit is alive in you. You have everything that you need inside of you to produce 30, 60, and 100 fold. How many are ready to produce that kind of fruit on the word of God, right? How many are ready to produce that kind of fruit of your financial seed sown? Let's go. Who's expecting, right? Let's go. Get expecting. We just need to get the seed of the word of God planted in our heart. You know what we've been getting the seed of? TikTok. We've been getting the seeds of Snappity Snapchat. You all petty betty about everybody else's life. We're getting the seeds of this YouTube influencer who's traveling here and there, having her best life with her relationship goals. You know nothing. You know nothing about their lives. It's all fake and fantasy. And, it's, and then when it falls apart, you're like, oh, glad it wasn't me. You were all jelly all over her life. Till it fell apart. Wasn't me. Glad it wasn't me. No, it's time to have the word of God come alive in our hearts. The word of God come alive, right? How are we going to do this? We're going to hear the word. We're going to receive the word. We're going to do the word. And we're going to meditate on the word. We're going to meditate on the word day and night. Joshua 1.8. This book of the law. Come on, this book. Book, this Bible, God's word shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. 
Well, let me tell you, that's impossible. I cannot meditate on the word day and night. How many of y'all been mad at somebody? Oh, you had an attitude with somebody and you were mad at them day and night. And you were meditating on it, right? You can be so nice to everybody else. Like, oh, how are you doing? And that person comes around, ugh. Your eye just went, ugh. Stank eye. Why? Because you're meditating day and night. You got bad dreams about that person. You're so mad. You wake up, you had a bad dream, you just suck them. Right? This is for real. Anybody else? If we can meditate like that, we can meditate on the word day and night. We can meditate on God's. You know what? uh, Meditation is the opposite of worry. How many know meditation is the exact opposite of worry? We worry and worry, have anxiety and stress and pressure about our bills, about our relationships, about our future, about our health, about everything that's going on in this world, about uh, the, our finan- the financial chaos, about gas prices, about the price of chicken. Worry, worry, worry. Let's flip the script. Come on, we going to and put it on meditating on God's word. How many are ready for some positive worry? Let's have some positive worry. That's meditation. Meditating day and night on the word of God. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. When? When we meditate in the name of Jesus. Come on, we got to meditate on the word of God. How many are ready to prosper? How many ready for good success? Then you better be ready to meditate. Be ready to meditate day and night. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and have good courage. Do not fear. Do not be afraid or dismayed. For the Lord God is with you wherever you go. He's with you wherever you go. Spiritual development has everything to do with your daily, close, personal relationship with God. I don't know how many times I could say this, but it depends on your personal relationship with God. Not in here, out there. In your everyday life. Talking with him, inviting him in. Going through his word, going over the scriptures, watching the YouTube. Just watch what you're meditating on, right? First, the seed of the word of God has to be implanted in our hearts. And then conception happens. Then pregnancy, how many are ready? And finally the birth, right? So the seed goes forth and then conception happens and the seed is planted in your heart. And then you're so excited about this word that you received. And you start dreaming about that new house. You start dreaming about paying off some debts. You start dreaming about going to the next level in your relationship with God. You start dreaming about devoted, being devoted and serving on the dream team, right? And then pregnancy happens. And then finally, the birth. Woohoo! Yes, right? The baby comes. The promise comes, right? The answer comes, right? Hearing the word of God is the conception of the word in your heart. So there it is. It's going out and you receive it, right? Studying the word, meditating on the word, and putting the word into practice is the nine months. How many, how many, all the women, all the moms in the house, they love the nine months. But let me tell you, you don't get pregnant and spit out a baby. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. You know what? You can be pregnant. You don't even know it yet. And all of a sudden you're like, ooh. 
Maribel, Maribel got pregnant. I'm like, you're pregnant. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, you're pregnant. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, let's meet at Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A again. Yes, they're not sponsoring us. I'm like, because you got a nugget in you. Let's go have nuggets. Bring a pregnancy test because you got a nugget. Sure enough, she was pregnant. I was like, who called it? I'm like, who knows you? That's right. Remember, you're pregnant, right? Get pregnant with the word of God. Come on. Studying the word, meditating on the word, putting it into practice is the nine months, right? Melissa, Melissa, she's pregnant right now. She, she got pregnant, and first, only she knew. Only she knew she was pregnant, and she's like, oh, my gosh, right? Here I'm pregnant, and she gets some, a uh, box of cookies, and Sergio gets home, and he's like, yeah! He opens it, and he's like, what? There's no cookies in there. And she's like, no, but look what's in there, right? We're pregnant! And then just them two know. They're over here knowing the little secret. But she's all skinny mini, like you don't see nothing, right? No. So only they know. And then they come over. We get family dinner at our house, right? And, uh, they, and baby Sergio has a shirt on. And baby Sergio said, his shirt said like big bro or something. We're all like talking, everything, la, la, la. And then finally she tastes like, wait, what does his shirt say? And Melissa's like, go see Auntie. It was so cute. And then he's like, ah. And we all scream and scream and scream. And Miss Joyce is there and she's sitting down. And then Melissa's like, Grandma, I'm pregnant. She's like, I know. How far along are you? It was so cute. It was so, so cute. Right? And then nobody, nobody knew for a while. Nobody knew for a while, right? And then boom. Anybody seen Melissa recently? She's right there, serving in the back. You see a little water, 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 water. Why? Because it's that nine months, that nine months. And let me tell you, then comes the birth. Then comes the reward. Then comes the promise. Then comes the answer, right? Producing fruit from your new creation. How many of you are ready to produce the answer? You're ready to produce fruit. You're ready to produce fruit of your new creation. You're ready to walk as a new creation. You're ready to walk as a child of God. You're ready to walk as an heir of God, a joint heir with Christ. How many of you are ready to walk as a partaker of divine nature? Not just in the natural, not just walking in these truths, ready to be led by the Spirit of God. You're more than a conqueror, made righteous, made rich, living a set-apart life, living forgiven, that you are healed, right? That you are loved. Birth, the promise. Seed, time, harvest. We just want seed, harvest. Seed, time, and harvest, right? Seed, activates the ground. Seed activates the ground, right? Word of God is seed. Our hearts are the ground. The ground is what produces, not the seed. The ground is what produces, guys, not the seed. The seed is planted. And what does the ground do? Immediately when the seed gets in the ground, what does the ground do? The ground starts breaking open that seed. It starts breaking open the life that lives in the seed. 
your heart should start breaking open that life that lives in the word of God. How many are ready for your heart to start coming alive, breaking open that seed of hope, that breaking open that seed, come on, of healing, breaking open that seed of being redeemed and being set free. How many are ready to break open that seed of love? Come on, how many are ready to break open the seed? It happens in your heart. It happens in your heart. Jesus said in Mark 4, 28, the earth produces crops by itself. First the blade, then the head of grain, then the mature grain in the head. Right now, the seed of God, it's being sown. What ground are you? What ground is your heart, right? God's word is symbolic as the seed, and a heart is symbolic as the ground. Matthew 13, 1 through 9. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and a great multitude were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat, on the, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and he sowed. Some seed fell by the wayside. How many of y'all want to be by the wayside? No thanks, not us, not here. And the birds came and devoured them, ate it up. Some seeds fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, right? They immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched because they had no root, they withered away. And this is the third ground. And some fell on thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. And here's the fourth ground. Come on, say, I am the fourth ground. I am good ground, right? But others fell on good ground, and it yielded a crop, some 100, some 60, and some 30. It says, he who has ears, let him hear. Right? Let's read that in the message in case anybody were like, stony, thorny, what? In the message Bible, here we go. The first ground. This is a seed that fell by the wayside. When anyone hears the news of the kingdom and doesn't take it in, it remains on the surface. How many of y'all came in and you're so hungry, you're so distracted, you're so worried that the word of God is just on the surface? It didn't penetrate into your heart, right? Just whoo. And we've all been there. We've all been there. When anyone hears the good news, doesn't take it in, it remains on the surface. So the evil one comes along, plucks it right out of the person's heart. This seed is a farmer scattered by the road. Okay, here's the number two ground. This is a seed that fell on stony ground. The seed cast in the gravel is the person who hears instantly, responds with an amen, right? Responds with enthusiasm. Man, the word was good. The word was fire. Let me tell you, fire won't sustain you. Getting that seed planted in your heart, producing a harvest is what will work, right? But there was no soil of character. So that when the emotions wore off and some difficulties arrived, they had nothing to show for it. This is the third ground. This is a seed that fell on thorny ground. The seed cast into the weeds is the person who hears the kingdom news. But weeds of worry and illusion about getting more and wanting everything under the sun strangled what was heard and nothing came of it. Guys, that is a waste of our Christian walk here on the earth. 
and nothing came of it, and nothing came of it. And we're wondering why the world's like, oh, I don't want to be a Christian, because nothing came of it. Nothing came of it. You saw all that time, and nothing came of it. No way. No way. This is the fourth ground. This is the seed that falls on good ground. Remember, God's word is the seed. Our heart is the ground. The seed cast on the good ground is the person who hears, accepts, and applies the word, then produces a harvest beyond his or her wildest dreams. This is the good ground, right? What fruit are you producing as the word of God goes out? What ground represents your heart? The wayside, the stony ground, thorny ground, or good ground? And don't be deceived. Fruit speaks for itself. We get deceived, right? And if we're not walking in our new creation, it's not a God problem. It's, not, it's, it's a receiving problem. Right? It's a knowledge problem. Maybe we don't understand. Right? It's a hard heart problem. Take inventory of your heart. Right? It's an understanding problem. Okay, you guys ready for the good news? No guilt. No condemnation. Right? No guilt, no condemnation, but receive the revelation. God's word is empowerment. And we just want to hear the hip, hip, hooray messages. We just want to hear the you can do this message. But sometimes we got to take inventory about what's going on in our heart if we're going to produce real fruit. If we're going to produce real fruit of substance, right? Receive the revelation, the empowerment of the truth of the word of God. Then you'll be set free. The word sets free. Hear, accept, and do. Jesus said in Mark 4.20, But these are the ones sown on good ground, those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. Some of us, we're just trying to look for the tenfold. Can I get a one-fold? Who's ready for some 30, 60, 100-fold? Come on, right? Hear with an obedient heart. Receive with the purpose of applying the word. Hear, accept, and do. Pastor Dan's message on Sunday, I'm just saying, y'all, get that thing on repeat. All right? He was talking about James 1.21. So get rid of all uncleanness and all that remains wicked, right? All self-interest and with a humble, teachable, come on, an attitude to receive the word of God which is implanted, actually rooted in your heart, which is a supernatural power, able to save, right? Able to save, sozo, set free, deliver your soul. How many of y'all need some sozo on your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, right? But prove yourself doers of the word, Actively and continually obeying God's principle. Be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. we got to be a doer of the word, not a hearer only, right? And not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to accept its meaning. Deluding ourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to truth. How do you know that there's a lot of unsound reasoning that's contrary to truth? And our attitude is we come in here with an attitude contrary to truth. And that's where the battle is. But we're going to shut up our flesh. 
We're going to shut up our emotions, and we're going to receive the truth, and we're going to be set free. And let the word of God be implanted in our hearts, right? Pastor Dan gave us seven steps. Just a fresh reminder in case you missed it, right? Number one, get started now, today. Because how many know tomorrow never comes? Right? Tomorrow. I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to start after my birthday. I'm going to start after Thanksgiving. I'm going to start after Christmas. It's New Year's. It's 2020. It's a lot of years past. Tomorrow never comes. Get started. Number two, submit to God's word over your feelings. How many are ready to break up with your feelings? Let's go. Come on. Don't be led by your emotions. Submit to God's word over your feelings. Receive the word with a purpose to apply. Not with the purpose to take good notes, not with the purpose just to highlight, no, with the purpose to apply, right? Override your old way of doing things. Commit your whole self to God and his purposes. Continue in the word. What does that mean? Hear, 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 accept, and do. Hearing, hearing, accepting, and doing. And number seven, above all else, guard your heart and mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Guard your heart. Guard your mind, right? Who's ready to go beyond? Who's ready to start producing a harvest beyond our wildest dreams? How many are ready to dream big? How many are ready to think big, right? Let's start dreaming big. Let the word of God come off of these pages and be implanted in your heart. And remember, mix it with faith. Mix it with hope. Mix it with love. Mix it with confident expectation. Mix it with patience. Mix it with endurance. Meditate on the word day and night. And then you'll have great success. And remember, God is with you always. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. Amen. 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 Let's go. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.